This is Ricky Rigolato, CEO and founder of Rose Auto Services. Welcome to Cleaning and Cocktails. Hi, I'm Mark Batista. I'm president of Citywide Building Maintenance. We're a 37-year-old company located in Itasca, Illinois. We clean about 15 million square feet a night and we are a total facility solution provider. My name is Juan and I'm the owner of Spotless Cleaning Chicago. So we have a little bit over 170 employees currently. And I think the biggest thing that we love about the company is the technology that we use that allows us to stay in communication with everyone. Hello everyone, my name is Saul Marchand. I'm the founder and CEO of Blue Commercial Cleaning here in Chicago. Our goal is basically to find solutions for every client. And our mission is to really truly enhance the image of every facility we touch. Thanks guys. Enjoy the show. All right, so welcome everybody to Cleaning and Cocktails, episode three. Uh, in light of you know the, the, the pandemic and COVID-19 and just the unprecedented times that we're in, uh, I, I still want to keep the podcast going with, you know, with my guys here. So again, you know, we got Juan from Spot, from Mark from Citywide. Uh, guys for, for jumping on. I know we're, we're all pretty fucking slammed right now. Uh, but yeah, everybody show your drinks, man. Where's your drink? As you can see, I don't have Corona. I have Modelo. <laughs> okay, Mark's going to go back to his secret stash 1942. Dude. Hey, oh, that whiskey, huh? I mean, come on. Come on, bro. Wow. <laughs> see? Don't let that see. This is tough. Tough time for it, guys. All right, so obviously the topic that I want to touch on, which I think all of us have been doing nonstop messaging on, is is the COVID nineteen virus, right? Uh, a lot of questions, a lot of things to touch on. The first, first and number one is, you know, and Mark, we'll start with you. Is tell us how is it affecting your business? Uh, we'll start with the pros. What are the pros, and then we'll go into cons. So I. The pros are, this is where we separate the men from the boys, right? Uh, this is, we have to look at this as companies that set the trends and companies that are leaders in Chicago to really stand out and, and set ourselves apart from people who can't service um, and, and step up to the plate at the level that we can right now. We have customers, we're gaining business right now because customers that we do business for, um, they have other branches where we're doing a great job for them, but their branches are not doing well. And uh, we're kind of stepping up to the plate and stepping in and making a difference for, for their other branches. Okay. Okay. Juan, what about you? Um, you know, for the most part, we're, I'd say we're net positive um, from a daily contract cleaning standpoint. We've had a couple small locations, you know, call service for two, three weeks. Um, this Monday because this week or Friday, last Friday is when they issued the order, the stay-at-home order. Um, but it's it's very few. I mean, I think right now it's like five, and they're all really like smaller locations. All everything else, you know, we're doing um, or we're offering additional disinfecting services. Um, you know, for example, there was one facility that we need. I mean, they really need high dusting. Uh, and they just haven't had the room in their budget to do it. So we said, you know what, since you're shutting down, we'll take care of that for you. That way, the, you know, that cleaner, you know, can do it in sections. Um, and, you know, that, so anyway, so they're happy about that. It's actually going to be a net cost savings to them. 
Um, so, you know, we're just, you know, trying to be creative, working with our customers. A lot of other buildings, we're telling them, like, hey, you know, to disinfect the desk, you know, you've got about five to 10 minutes old time, depending on what you're using. So really disinfecting those desks, keyboards, and all that stuff is very, very time consuming. So we can have that cleaner, cleaners, take care of section. So again, you know, being creative and finding ways to, you know, keep things going. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the way, obviously with contracts, they're still have to pay you month to month. Um, but, you know, if someone needs a break, we'll, you know, we're, we're helping them out. But again, we haven't even had to get to that situation. Everyone's been, you know, pretty understanding. And so, so far it's good. Okay. So what about you? It's good. I think, uh, 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 on Mark's point, you know, it's, you're separating yourself from the pack now, right? So um, for us, it's more uh, being resources always, uh, but truly uh, uh, spreading the good word as well. Uh, the one thing uh, we've been getting a lot of calls on is uh, uh, not necessarily just businesses, but also individuals on how to properly protect area. And, uh, and uh, we give them the right information here moving forward. So that way, uh, you know, if we can't help everyone out, at least if we can assist um, and, uh, you know, save, uh, you know, people's health out there, right? Maintain facilities clean without us being, um, that's a big plus for us. Um, you know, next week looks to be a very busy week for us. Um, and so uh, we're looking forward to it. And uh, it really, it really, for us, uh, really gets everyone talking with each other and now innovating a little more, right? new techniques, new forms of cleaning. Um, and uh, really, again, just going back to what Mark said, separating yourself from the pack. So um, we're very excited and, uh, you know, uh, the opportunities are there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I share the same sentiment with all you guys. I think what it's what it's given us the opportunity to uh, is to, to step up, right? This is our time to shine in the sense of now people are seeing the value of clean. Not that they never should have seen it before, but this is a whole new light, right? It's a scary situation. People, you know, not that people are germaphobes or anything, but it's the unknown, right? It's like, you know, man, I thought my cleaning company was cleaning or I thought our places were clean. So it's not that they weren't, but it's, which we'll talk about in a little bit. It's, it's now let's talk about disinfection, right? Now let's talk about uh, not the days of spray and wipe, I think are going to be definitely gone for a moment. I know Juan, me and you were talking it's good. Some people are going to buy in. Some people are going to go back to the old ways. But this is where our we can share the true knowledge, like you were saying, Salvo, to our clients and to friends. You're right. I'm, I'm getting phone calls from friends left and right. Like, Rick, what what disinfectant should I use? You know, how should I be wiping? You know, what's dwell time, Rick? I, I, this term dwell time, what do you mean? I'm like, what? you know, I, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, cleaning is cool, man. Cleaning, cleaning is cool. cool. Uh, <laughs> and we're fortunate, right? Because I know this is a little bit off of a question that we have here, but talk. I want to talk about how how it is to feel like an essential business, right? We are now we are considered an essential business. We're 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 at the forefront fighting the virus, right? We're think about our employees. They're risking their not you know I don't want to say risking their lives, but they're you know they they've got some some emotional setbacks on should I go to a place that was confirmed case? Do I do I step out and, and clean five days a week when everybody stay at home? Right. So let's talk about empl your employees. You know, I know I, I was supposed to talk about cons, but I, I think this is a good time to switch to our employees, right? Like, so do you, how do you handle when an employee says, I don't want to go into work, 
Um, you know, is there a way we can not persuade them, but what do you think are, are good topics to speak on for our employees and our staff that uh, they want to follow to stay at home, but in our business, we're essential. We have to still go work. Yeah. So luckily, knock on wood, we really haven't had anyone say no yet. Um, but it, it definitely goes back to the type of culture you build, right? The type of trust you have with your, your entire company. Um, I think the conversation uh, should be a, a, an easier transition because uh, at the end of the day, as we always talk about, we are cleaning that cares. So uh, for us, it's it's not necessarily just going out there disinfecting and cleaning at this moment in time. We're out there trying to save, you know, lives, right? So if we can go out there and do service and provide some kind of information, you know, through our staff, right, through our uh, frontline guys and, and provide a, uh, a resource, a service out there, uh, the overt benefit is, is, is just tremendous, right? If you can say, hey, we save a 1%, right, of the population, whether it's through telling, uh, you know, Joe Schmo uh, the information that's needed to truly disinfect the facility and then he spread that word around, then we've done our job. So I always look at them, um, as we always say, as being technicians, we're just more than just cleaners. We have to be that resource that gives out information as well and truly be that resource and that partner to lean on. Yeah. Juan, what about, what about you with the staff? I mean, especially even maybe even the supervisors too. Let's talk on, you know, those are, that's our right hand. That's our left hand. These are the people that are, they, they have to step up to the plate if the employee does decide to not go in, right? Yeah, you know, so from my perspective, you know, I think, um, you know. One thing, actually, I, I wanted to touch on, when you text messaged us, I thought that was a great thing to bring up here is, what did you say you're doing for some of your staff out there too, as far as those? Yeah, so, yeah so supervisors, my, you know, folks out there doing, you know, disinfecting spraying services, office staff. So, you know, anyone that obviously is, I, I really can't lose right now because we're so busy. Um, it, you know, and the thing is, you know, for us, honestly, we've been so busy that I almost want to turn away business that's coming in. But at the same time, I've been able, I've been able to use that opportunity to, you know, people that I've had to kind of that in a few places that pause, I've been able to reallocate them. So logistically, it's, it's a lot of work for even the office for everyone right now. Right. So and I kind of take that as a responsibility because, you know, as opposed to these people being laid off, we're able to be fortunate enough to keep hiring these people. And I've actually hired or I don't even know how many people I've hired the last couple of weeks. So to me, being able to do that is almost a responsibility. So even though I kind of wanted to back off even like last week, you know, Saturday, Sunday, working 16-hour days. And so even my my people out there are, are working long days, right? So, you know, my thing was, all right, I got to make sure the immune system's strong. So I'm doing vitamin C drips for them. So, like, you can go to IV places that do cold and food packs. So, like, you know, you can do all kinds of stuff, right? So I'm not a medical professional, but um, I don't want to give any advice on that end. But um, there is a lot of evidence that shows vitamin C helps significantly. So we're doing vitamin C where it goes uh, straight into your bloodstream. And this is that, I mean, I'm giving them all, you know, big bottles of vitamin C so they can keep taking them at home. So, um, and that's what I'm trying to do for my employees. I was able to secure masks, you know, before this whole stuff started. So I think the other thing is because we've been able to provide masks, we're showing people, you know, hey, wear two gloves because that way you don't cross-contaminate, con cross showing them all these different techniques. I think they feel confident and happy that we're taking care of them because I think they're seeing relatives, friends at other companies, or they're running into people 
that are doing the same thing as us without the PPE. And they're like, man, our company is really taking care of us. Um, so I think that is really helping them. And the reality is, you know, these folks are seeing family members, friends, everyone, you know, not working, not making any money right now. So my experience so far is almost everyone is just fortunate to keep working. I, I do have a couple folks, like, you know, one lady who um, came out of cancer remission a couple months ago. So her not wanting to work is completely understandable, right? Oh, yeah. So, you know, so things like that, right? You know, we also have to, you know, be conscious of, of you know, those folks that are at risk as well, right? So, you know, we're out there preventing, so we don't want to expose someone that is at risk to additional risk that they shouldn't be, be involved in, right? Mark, what are, what's your, uh, are you, do you have any add on with the employees as far as, you know, that yeah, PPE, good point one. We, I'm going to talk about that. Next. I mean, you know, I think it's a, it's a big time. It's, it's, it's a great team building time. You know, you know, who's going to really step up to the challenge and internally in your companies, you're going to find some leaders right now. And that's important. You're really going to identify who's able to step up, step up to the plate and, and be really valuable as far as an employee, um, doing things for your team together, you know, you know, Juan mentioned people are working 16 hour days, you know, stop out to the jobs, go see your people, buy them lunch, whatever, you know, whatever, just small things like that go a long way, you know, let them know that they're, they're appreciated. Oh, pass that lead, pass that lead on to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, so I mean, you, you touched on something that I want to segue, segue into because I, I feel like all four of us have done this is, I mean, I did it without even thinking anything of it, but I feel like we've all stepped up to the plate too, where, you know, we're showing each other messages of we're right back in the field again, right? Like, let's talk about how do we, how are cleaning companies fighting COVID-19? Well, we know, you know, there is no cure, there is no secret sauce yet, but there are disinfectants that are very, very uh, powerful and can help in the, the claim, claiming of killing the virus, right? So we got, you know, I took it from you, Mark, as far as virus-side disinfecting spraying services, right? We've got the fogging services. We've got the ESS, the electrostatic spraying services. Uh, chemicals, so I'll let you get into that. But, like, this is a new service that's not new-new, right? Because I've seen this before. I've seen these these machines have been out. This type of service has been out. But... I know I stepped I stepped up in our in our company with my owners and my you know my, one of my new guys that stepped up that all of a sudden this guy's a professional backpack spraying specialist uh, jumped to it without you know thinking twice but we got to lead by example right there's a perfect time for to lead by example because the service that we're doing not everybody's been trained for so you know so we'll jump into the chemical part first because you know out of all of us I know you 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 and Juan and everybody really knows chemicals but. Give us the difference of some of the chemicals that are out that are EPA approved, are not EPA approved. Um, give some recommendations, you know, if you feel confident in giving some. And then, we, you know, everybody give give some info on the machine or system that they're using uh, so we can give the, the listeners some, some help in the services that they should be doing. Yeah. So for us, we, we primarily, and we actually only use... Uh, uh, is a ProRestore uh, MediClean germicidal solution. And so um, uh, I actually got on the phone directly with the actual uh, uh, chemical technician 
uh, and gave me some great insight as far as, you know, what needs to be done, what can't be done, and so forth. So I didn't even know that our, the chemical we use uh, can be used uh, at a 60-second uh, dwell time. That's pretty quick. That's pretty um, We're still, though, we're still, uh, you know, taking that five to ten minute route. You know, we don't want to, we don't really want to risk anything. Obviously, this is, uh, coming from, uh, you know, from that chemical technician, uh, he basically stated that uh, the big thing, uh, and one thing that um, we've taken to heart is making sure that you wet the surface thoroughly and ensuring that you give it enough dwell time so it kills, obviously, any bacteria germs that are on those surfaces. So for us, we don't have the luxury to have the electrostatic machine, the Clorox machine, uh, the cartridge machine, which we're still waiting on, right? Yeah, So no we're using uh, spray mister. Yeah, we're waiting, waiting so, for weeks. I, exactly. So it's right crazy. now we're using pump sprayers and then we're using back, uh, backpack sprayers. So um, for us, it's being uh, it, it's it's actually worked out very well. Uh, it'll continue to work well, and once it, these other machines come in, that actually make it a little bit more effective and efficient. I think in a timely manner, um, uh, will will help out and uh, be the support. But I think right now for us, uh, only chemical I'm using, and I stocked up pretty heavy, so I've got a lot of it. Is that Pro Restore uh, germicidal? Uh, disinfectant, and we're using primarily all uh, sprayers at this moment. I do have some foggers. Uh, but those farmers will utilize if uh, if it's big open space, 60, 70, 80,000 square foot facilities where we really need to get out there and just do heavy duty. But right now, uh, some of the facilities uh, that we're finally getting uh, are anywhere from, you know, 10, 20, 30,000 square feet. We, we've had a few that uh, we're looking at about 60, 60, another 60, 70,000 square feet. So we're, we haven't gotten yet to that the big boy status like Mark over there doing 500 square. What is it? 500,000 square feet? Man. That's great. Yeah, we did. We just finished one. I just got to give me some excitement, man. Give me some energy. Jesus. <laughs> Jeez. Hey, it's his birthday, right? <laughs> We're tired, Rick. We've been working seven days a week, 16-hour days. <laughs> because oh, on a Friday. <laughs> one, one thing that's really interesting, and, you know, I, you know, I want to take just take a minute to shout out to you know, our suppliers, man. I mean, Seaway Supplies, we use these guys. Um, they're a family-owned company. Rick knows Tom. I mean, these guys have been on it day in and day out, Seaway Supplies in Chicago. I mean, thank you so much because without these guys, man, daily deliveries, this guy, I mean, this guy might as well set up an office here. It, you know, we well, can- that's, never, where, that's where all the supplies are going because when I call, they're out of stuff. That's because I bought everything. Come over here. I, I'll sell it to you. I said, you were here. You saw it. <laughs> So, uh, hey, I mean, he's got his own distribution going, though. Well, going. yeah, I mean, you come and see the warehouse. <laughs> Rick saw it. He knows what's up. So, uh, but, I mean, God bless these guys, man. These guys are working just as much as we are, and, 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 and in some cases even harder because, you know, they're fighting the same battle. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I have customers coming to me, and I have uh, – we do a lot of banks. We do, we do quite a bit. And I can tell you, I've never seen anything like what we're seeing right now. We're seeing, oh no, we're only gonna we're only gonna clean three days a week, six days a week, new specs, wipe the whole place down. Yeah. I mean, it's just like that, and it's because because they're in public spaces, you know. It, I've never seen anything like it, but it's it's, you know, it's good and it and it's hectic too. But you know. With, with the supply portion of it, I mean, we're needing so much just to keep up with it. And, and you know, Seaway has really been there for us. 
So, all right. So that's a good part because Juan, I'm going to get to you on, on, you know, I want you to talk about the Clorox 360, uh, but Mark, I know you're using Victory, right? You're using the Victory handhelds. Yeah, we are. We're, so we got, we got backpacks and handhelds. Yeah. Um, and, uh, They've been good. You know, Victory's been really good. Nothing is broken yet, knock on wood. We've done some really small spaces, and we've done some really large spaces. We just got done with a job today, 325,000 square feet, um, and we used, we used like, five pieces of equipment. And, I mean, we sent five people out. But we're covering 10, 12,000 square feet an hour, you know. And people just like the branding. It's, you know, it shows well. I did a presentation to a school board. We're going to actually do the school next week. And I mean, we're, we're talking a lot of square footage, but you know, yeah. it's, it's held up really well for us. I even went to the length and I told you, Rick, I was supposed to, we do, we do a company that's uh, right here in the suburbs and they're the biggest ambulance company in, in Chicago. And he, he was, he was positive. He could get his stuff and he's still waiting. Yeah, I was just lucky to stumble on what I stumbled on, and yep, you know. So why talk about the Clorox 360, and then uh, throw in throw in the little story on the Catholic charities that you told me about that you, you know, how you're it's a client, but you're helping out more so than again I would think normal cleaning companies do. Yeah, you know what? So so with that is honestly right now we're we're being very blessed, right? As opposed to being shut down like restaurants, where we're out there and you know it's it's a blessing. So. You know, with that said, I mean, I think we were all discussing, you brought up, South brought up, Mark, you know, like we should find ways to give back. And so one of the accounts that I take care of, um, you know, they, they have seven pantries, seven food pantries um, serving the needy. And so we're providing disinfecting services for them once a week, free of charge. Um, you know, there's another, you know, older facility uh, for seniors and care workers. And, you know, so there people are actually sick they have coughs so the you know the workers are out of masks they can't get any so end of may you know so we're getting them five thousand masks as a free donation but going back onto what mark mentioned in terms of you know suppliers and so we work with north american and you know to everyone out there having good relationships with the distributors is important because at the end of the day times like this you need them right but also just kind of being proactive you know i see a lot of people kind of you know like you know, oh, is this machine 500 bucks? Is it 700 bucks? Is it too much? Like, you know, at the end of the day, like we have to invest into our business. You know, like I've had Clorox 360 machines before this pandemic. You know, we're out, we're also adding in a little bit of UOB cold fogging with it. So it really depends on the space. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I ordered um, 10 handheld electrostatic machines, similar to the Victories plus a sprayer backpack sprayer and you know that i think was about a little bit over twenty thousand dollars um on top of all the stuff i already have and so you know you can't you know you really have to invest into your business right and so i know a lot of people are reluctant to put money back in um so you know those are, are things we have to think about you know from a disinfectant standpoint gloves you know i've ordered i mean i'm super stocked to get me through the end of august if not longer why because you know, as this supply shortage is happening, it's only going to get worse. General Motors literally just came across the tape. They got hit with the DPA, which is the Defense Production Act, where the White House basically says you can only produce for us and whoever we deem appropriate. So you cannot get anything. Then that's what's happening with distributors right now and all these companies that are making 
you know, disinfectants or, you know, antibacterial products or anything that the government deems necessary or important to fight this, they're getting DPAs. And so if they, if the factories can't get that product to the distributor, then you're never going to get it, right? So unless you're a hospital, and even they're having a hard time because unfortunately, you know, we won't get into politics, but if the government is taking it, they're probably putting it in, store, in warehouses and by the time they get it out, you know, it'll probably be too late, so. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I want to take take a minute right here and talk about, so, you know, I'll talk about the methods and processes, right? But I, I want you guys to throw your two cents in too, where, again, let's think about the audience that some people are trying to figure out ways to, to create more revenue. They're trying to figure out how to stay busy. You know, some aren't as blessed as us as far as I'm in healthcare, right? So 60% of my business, they're running, they're running, Every day, nothing's changed. Actually asking for more services. So what, what we're doing is a little bit of the backpack spraying, like Saul said, uh, we do have the foggers. Um, but our first method, you know, and then again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay this out, but I want you guys to add to it. First and foremost, PPE. So Stephen, if you can, uh, when this goes live, uh, put, put the one, two, three, four, right? Where PPE, if you guys agree, is an N95 mask. Uh, but I'd suggest the P100 if you're doing, you know, a decontamination spraying service. For sure. We're using them. Gloves, gloves, gloves. Putting two on. That's a great point, uh, Juan. Uh, the right chemical, right? I mean, a few that I know that we have is Diversity Oxiver, Spartan Halt. You know, there's many that are being approved every day. So, you know, some of the microband, like you said, too. Um, eyewear, eyeglass. It could be a shield or you should put... The, the eyewear that covers everything, right? As far as your your whole, the front end of your face and kind of maybe even suctions to your cheeks. Um, clothes, uh, be ready to wash the clothes when you get home, right? There's a lot of these tips that I've been told now is, you know, Rick, it could be on your clothes for four to six hours. Wash your clothes if you got a family you're coming home to. It could be on your shoes for, you know, four to five days. You know, there's, there's a lot of things that we should continue to share because, we're out there doing these services and, and you're, you're putting yourself in, in danger really to get, to get the virus. Um, but I'll jump into the process, right? I mean, here's my process for you guys is we go in with like a team of three to four. One person's job is to uh, spray, 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 whether it's with the backpack spray or just individual sprayers. Uh, we put a timer on 10 minutes. That person follows that first person 10 minutes after and just starts wiping everything down. We go around again with the backpack sprayer to just saturate everything, right? And here, don't be afraid of hitting electronics. You can hit electronics, right? I seen you want to spray the shit out of your iPhone the other day. You can do these things, but don't be afraid. Um, and then after that, we wipe again. And then this is the one where we use a fogger, uh, but I have come to realize I don't want to use a fogger in closed spaces in an enclosed environment because it kind of pushes out stuff, right? Not to say you're not doing a good job at disinfecting, but I agree with Saul that a fogger should be used in more of an open environment um, to get the areas that you can't get with a rag, right? Or with a microfiber rag or with the, the backpack sprayer. Uh, but then all that said and done, let, let it dwell at the end, walk out, discard any clothing that you need and, and equipment. Um, but that's my process, right? I mean, you guys give me a little bit more of the ESS sprayers. I don't, I haven't been using those yet. So if anybody's got some tips on those, uh, please share. Uh, anybody want to jump in on the ESS machine? 
Um, so, you know, on the ESS side, we have the 360s. And so, you know, going back into cold foggers, you know, there's different kinds of cold foggers. Um, then there's the heat foggers. And so uh, you could use the UOV cold fogger. The only thing is you have to be more directed as opposed to fogging up the whole room. So, um, again, there's, there's different ways to do it. And, you know, talk to your distributors, work with them, call the companies up, get the right information, you know. I'm not the ultimate resource on that, but going back to the three, you know, like 360s or the victory, the ESS sprayers, uh, what's useful with those is it, it's the same thing, right? It's targeted. The 360 has a compressor, so it actually pushes the product onto the surface. And with that, in a traditional space that's not too cluttered, you could get about 18,000 square feet per hour production. Um, so again, it's it's sometimes it's a productivity thing as a as, more so than it's a better product than a smaller product, if you will, right? Just because one's 6,000 and one's 2,000 doesn't mean that the 6,000 one is better. It just means you're going to get better productivity or, you know, yeah. right? So, um, but we like them, honestly. It's, they're, they're really nice tools. You know, you get really nice and even coverage. I've had my guys actually uh, spray me down afterwards, you know. Just, <laughs> see, and man, it's, it, you know, it doesn't look like it. But you, I mean, it, it fully covers you. So, um, and you know what? The other thing, guys, is be responsible when you get home. You know, I set up a bin at the front of the house. As soon as I walk in, my shoes, my clothes, everything goes in there. Keys stay in my coat, you know, like, and then my phone, I disinfect. So, you know, things, you know, for us and then just people in general, right? So, like, like you guys said, it can stay in your clothes. So, in our process, um, you know, it, it really depends on the situation we're going in, right? But if, you want to get, you want to have the most protection. You know, you should have coveralls, um, you know, head to toe, ideally. You just don't know, right? Even if you're going into a case where there is not a confirmed case, it could still be there, you know, as those numbers keep going up, right? Um, it's just going to become more and more common, right? So, and then in terms of taking that off, obviously you have to prop, you know, follow proper downing off procedures and proper downing on procedures, you know. So I'll, I'll talk about that a little bit. One of the things that, We'll do when we're taking it off is they step into a big into a trash container. They actually step into it and then they start taking it off. But before that, they, my guys will spray them. So they'll spray them. You know, they'll spray each other basically, um, and then they step into the bag and then they take it off directly into the bag. Um, and then you know, so I would mention make sure that they're you know tying off you know the coverall to the gloves so there's nothing open. So you know, really. At the end of the day, the more protection you have, the better. And, you know, and these things are also things we have to explain to the clients, right? It's expensive from a PPE standpoint. And right now, getting the PPE is impossible. So that's another thing. So Yeah. You know, I, I think that one thing that you talked about, uh, one is stair cycle. Um, I don't know. Maybe you want to touch a little bit about that touch on that a little bit. I mean, that, that I think Stereocycle's got a great program. I know that that's something that, you know, can be sold to customers as part of the program. Um, and I think it's important, you know, I think, like you said, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like doing clean rooms, you know, you have to enter a certain way, you have to exit a certain way. And, and there's always parameters in place in, in the ways that you have to do things every time the same way, you know, Absolutely. Go that, and then going back onto the mass, you know, if you're going into actual known contaminated case, you know, really the recommendation should 
be a full face respirator with positive airflow. Um, problem is right now, it's unless you have them, you're not going to be able to get them because the government has issued DPA orders on that as well. So 3M, all of them, they're not going to any distributors, government only. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, another, you know, we did touch on the processes, the different new type of businesses, the smaller businesses or cleaning companies that are losing a lot of business can, can go back now and offer. Uh, but I think you guys have all been really touching on points of we got to be professional, right? We got to be professional. We've got to educate. Uh, this is not a time, you know, I, I forgot who joked about it, but there's almost like a wild, wild west type of feeling sometimes with some of the companies that, you know, you got to be careful on what we're offering, how we're approaching the services, because it's a liability for the future, right? Like this is a time to, to shine, but to shine in a positive way. Uh, we, we can't take advantage of a situation. We got to make sure we're doing the right things. Um, and that's one, one point I wanted to touch on, which one you're doing with us, Mark, I know we've seen this in the group is, since it is hard to get PPE right now, like what are ways we can unite, collaborate and buy like a buying group type of scenario, right? Where we can help each other. Cause I got to tell you my clients, Mark, just like you, I've got one of my largest clients. He wants to buy through us versus the way he's buying because he's like, Rick, you're able to get things that I can't get right now. So yeah, shout out, you know, my supplier's supply works Home Depot. Uh, but I mean, there's, we, we all have good supplying partnerships and relationships, but we sometimes have to think outside the box to say, how do we buy in bulk, not just for us, but for our clients. So, I mean, do you guys have any creative ways on additional ways on PPE or local, you know, for us in the Midwest and in Chicago, have you guys seen anything that has resulted in something positive for you guys? Yeah. Um, so I'll touch on that. You know, one of the one of the most important relationships we have is with our clients and sometimes our clients come to us but you know sometimes we can go to our clients as well and say you know maybe they're buying in a bulk situation like i know our school districts they all bought in bulk and it's something that you know we we kind of benefited from we benefited from and we teamed up with them and we kind of gave them you know some services and they gave us what we needed and you know, we're kind of just scratching each other's backs here. Um, and then there's some clients, it's funny that, you know, they buy one case of toilet paper a month and they want 10. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, relax, man. Like, I think everyone's ordering should stay the same for your clients. You should try to keep your ordering patterns the same because when your one client, let's say, does take 10 boxes of toilet paper a month, Versus the one client who takes one box who wants 10, you know, you have to treat them all accordingly. Okay. So what you, yeah. what you got? What do you Yeah, as far as like bulk and I mean, I'm listen, I'm reaching out to Juan. You know, I got Juan over <laughs> here. I, I've already told him, seriously, like we gotta lean on each other, right? I don't I just don't have the uh the distribution capabilities that Juan is uh uh building up over this. So I I, I honestly you might be seeing one distribution, but um, but no. In all honesty, that's that's really how um, I look at it now. Is I'm calling, you know, fellow uh, uh, peers, obviously that can assist with the efforts. Because at the end of the day, guys, let's I keep pushing this with our team. Is that let's get away from the the 
the mentality of, of uh, cleaning and revenue, that's very important, right? But there's a bigger picture now involved. And so how do we get, uh, you know, to the masses out there um, and take what we can to alleviate, you know, these issues out there? And, uh, you know, if Juan says, hey, I can I can get maybe, you know, three, four hundred masks for you, Saul, then, man, by all means, I'm all for it. So um, that's kind of how we're, we're taking the approach right now. Um, you know, unfortunately, as you guys know, distributors right now are just uh, in chaos as well. Um, you know, they're they're also being told that, hey, listen, nothing goes out to, you know, cleaning companies like ourselves at the moment. Um, but the other day I just read that, you know, you've got nurses out there now, you know, making, uh, you know, face masks out of cloths. So what yeah. you do is we started looking, you know, people are making, you know, cloth masks with filters now. So it's again, I go back to what I said earlier is innovation. Right. You've you got to bring a solution. You just can't, you know what you have and what you don't have. You got to keep moving, moving forward and, and be proactive. Listen, this virus <laughs> is going to be seasonal. They just said it. It's going to be seasonal. It's going to be a problem. So we have Wait, to look that a pop mark? What's that? Hey, man, leave me alone, bro. Oh. <laughs> it ain't nothing. It's, exactly. it's nothing. It's nothing to worry about. He's coughing. Watch that guy. No, but man. Um, no. So anyhow, going back to that, just uh, making sure that we keep you know, looking ahead, because uh, this problem is, is only the beginning, and it's going to continue for the next couple of years. All right, guys. Well, I mean, you know, I'd love to keep on talking, too, but I feel like we, we, we've touched on some great topics here. Uh, this could be an ongoing discussion, uh, but I, I want to thank you guys for, for, again, your time, especially now more than ever. Uh, you know, thanks for the feedback. Thanks for the notes. Thanks for the tips. I just want to give a cheers to everybody, right? On a Friday night, I ready to do a, what do we got, a virtual cheer here? Oh, Lord, this guy pulls out the whole bottle. Hey, man. You guys have been drinking the whole time. Cheers. What do you, what do you got there, Juan? Woodford. Uh, this is uh, double double oaked. My daughter got it for me for Christmas, so. All right, guys. Cheers. Cheers, cheers guys. guys. Thank you guys again. You know what, guys? Before we log off, I actually want to share a quick resource. Um, you got muted. Sorry about that. I was saying that before we log off, I want to share a quick resource for everyone. Um, and this can be for your cleaners or it can be for other folks as well. So the website is stopcovid.co. So stopcovid.co, C-O. Um, and so basically what you do is you send a text, subscribe, and every day it sends you, you know, questions and you have to reply. Um, and it gives you, you know, it's in Spanish as well. I don't know if there's other languages, but it's a good resource to give to our cleaners um, for additional training and reminders, I think, because, you know, while we know this is serious, I, I think some people are not taking it as seriously as they should. So, again, you know, prevention is, you know, the best uh Best line of defense right now. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Juan. And I, yeah, you know what? To add to that, what, what I wanted to start sharing with everybody too is as these episodes go live on the YouTube channel and, and on the podcast, I know what I can do. And if you guys can do the same, is we'll start sharing some template documents, helpful, you know, one pagers on how we are relaying education to the clients and then how we are, you know, communicating to our staff. Because uh, all this knowledge and power is going to help the industry as a whole just. Again, be better and better, guys. So I thank you guys. Uh, let's keep pushing. Um, again, we'll be talking right every day, sharing ideas, sharing knowledge. Uh, so thank you guys, and I'll see you guys soon.